Good morning. Did you know that the most important thing about you is that God loves you? He loved you to the cross and back. And part of his great love is that he gives you a life that matters. You never have to wonder, do I matter? Do I count? You are number one in God's book. And he gives you opportunities every day to live a life beyond yourself. I like to call it a legacy life. This is Sue Donaldson. As you listen today, ask God, show me how to spend today investing in people and your word, because both last forever. There's no better way to live. Hi, today we're going to talk about a topic that's near and dear to my heart. I think I have lots of near and dear topics, but this one is a day-by-day guide to hosting a simple dinner party. Now, some of you don't need a day-by-day guide. You shoot from the hip or you're terribly organized and you always have an extra casserole in the deep freeze or brownies. And when you see some at church, you just say, hey, can you come over like right now? And yes, you can stop at the store and get a bag salad. You may be like that. Uh, Or my mom who always planned ahead and put two... Uh, whole chickens in the big blue roaster on time bake and had a jello ready. I think she used to make jello. I haven't made jello in years. Anyway, but the point is, is that she was ready. So after church, if there was someone there she hadn't met before or was new to our church, we had a small church, so we, we could kind of call them out. <clears throat> Excuse me. And my mom would. And much to the joy of us, because then we wouldn't have to do the dishes because the company always did it. So that was great. So that was how I was raised. So it's easier for me. But what about those who were not raised by my mother? Or you don't feel comfortable because of all sorts of reasons. There's lots of reasons why we don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable doing certain things. And you may not feel comfortable doing hospitality. But I just got a text from a friend and said, can't that wrote, that uh, read, can you and Mark come for dinner Saturday night? And I thought, wow, that's so nice. What can I bring? And I'm bringing dessert. And that will be a blast. I have to break it to my husband, though, because he's such an introvert. I have to sort of break those things to him slowly. And maybe that's one of the reasons you don't do hospitality easily, because you haven't had a lot of practice because you're married to an introvert like me. Um, So today, I'm going to actually just give you a guide to uh, doing a dinner, one dinner party. And it doesn't have to be fancy. I'll even give you a simple menu and a recipe at the end, or I'll put it in show notes. It's one of my favorites. It's from the Portland uh, Junior League cookbook that my dear friend Liz Haney gave me years ago. And that is one of our favorite recipes. I probably should just pull out my favorite recipes from cookbooks and put them in a nice folder. But so far, I've kept that cookbook. I really like it. So today is a simple guide to hospitality, a task a day, a four-week plan for hosting a dinner party. In other words, you just do one tiny thing a day, except for Sundays. I don't have a task on Sunday as the day of rest. So it's really six things a week for four weeks. Now, if that sounds daunting. It's not. You're going to hear some very, very, very simple things. And once you have that task done, you just wait until the next day to do the next task. Don't do them all in one day. And don't worry, and you don't need to take notes. Some of you might be walking or jogging or driving 
or doing dishes or whatever, but you don't need to take notes because I will provide this. You can sign up for uh, receiving a task a day in your inbox uh, every day for four weeks. And at the end, I want to hear how your party went or your dinner went with friends. They can be friends, really good friends. They can be relatives. They can be someone you just met. Uh, it doesn't matter. And maybe send me some pictures. That would be so cool. So to host a simple dinner party sounds daunting, like I said, unless we tackle it one task at a time. Now, my friend Jennifer in Vermont said she started doing these tasks last year and she only got through the first two weeks and then they were ready to have company. And I think her husband went and got four uh, pizzas and they had two couples over and her life has never been, the, hasn't been the same since. She does it a lot more easily, a task a day, but she only got through the first two weeks and that's all she needed. And maybe you only need a week, but the idea is you just do one task at a time. You might be thinking when, um, when I think of all the work involved, I can feel like quitting before I even begin. Um, and you might whine a little like, how can I fit hosting guests into my already too full schedule? When will Sue Donaldson stop talking about this? I, I won't, by the way. Or you might think, I hate to cook and I don't want to make enemies for making people sick. Or I have house issues. My table is too small. It has scrapes on it. I don't have enough chairs. I have a friend who only invites enough people as there are chairs. And I think, hmm, that sounds limiting. Uh, you might think my dining room is also the office, the homeschool room, and the playroom, and it's always cluttered. You might think, or whine, or worry, my kids aren't very well behaved, yet I will need to wait until they are away at college before I can have company. Not true. Who should I invite, you might think? Doesn't everyone already have their friends? The answer is no. Wouldn't it be easier, you think, to get a sitter and meet a couple at a restaurant? And since I don't have enough money for both of those things, especially both at the same time, I guess we just won't go out until we win the lottery or some distant rich uncle leaves us an inheritance. These arguments are legitimate to a point. We are busy. It is easier to go out if we had the money. Uh, it's different though. It's different being in someone's home than just meeting them at a restaurant. Our homes may be under construction or not be the perfect home for company, but God doesn't call us to elaborate entertaining. If you heard me speak on this, you know that's true. He says to show hospitality to one another without grumbling. That's in 1 Peter 4, 9. Doing one task a day is the best tip for doing simple hospitality, and it helps keep me from grumbling or feeling like I'm totally out of my depth, and I think it will do the same for you as well. Uh, like tonight, I doubled the soup for two friends. One just got back from a road trip, and one has a bad cold. So I was able to double the soup. Why? Because I had cooked up Italian sausage maybe two weeks ago and stuck it in the freezer. So I had a double amount of sausage. So that prep, that tiny little prep thing, made it so I could help two friends out tonight besides cooking it for ourselves. If you desire to use your home for God and others, yet you don't know how to go about it, here is some sage advice. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? 
Now, I don't recommend serving elephant stew, although I do know a delicious recipe for French dip beef sandwiches, which could pass for elephant and perhaps more seemly for most guests. Preparing for a company dinner is easier when we do one thing a day. Now, I first uh, gave this presentation uh, for the Joyful Life magazine, I think their blog. So you can read it over there as well. I'll try to remember to put in the link. Preparing for a company dinner is easier when we do one thing a day. Taking one bite at a time, elephant or not, moves the host, that's you and me, from feeling overwhelmed to I can't wait to host again. That is a true story. My friend Jennifer, the one who ordered four pizzas, she said, we can't wait to do it again. That's what she said. That's kind of cool. This is why I do what I do to encourage people to open their homes one bite at a time. Now, here's a list of simple tasks, one to do each day of the week, except for Sundays, the day of rest. And by the end of four weeks, you will have guests around your table or at your couch or on the floor, depending on your style. Remember to do your own style. Why do I say to do your own style? It's not to be selfish. It's because if we are comfortable doing things the way not necessarily we were raised or the way we read about it on Pinterest or wherever, but we the way that we feel comfortable, then we can focus on our guests. And that's what hospitality is about, focusing on the guest, not on ourselves. Start on a Monday. Um, this is what the calendar will be, start on a Monday. And remember, you don't need to take notes because this will be all sent to you in an email one by one. Follow the task for that day and the day after that, and soon you'll be hosting with joy, confidence, and ease, one bite at a time. Each dinner party prep, prep preparation tip gets you closer to the goal of hosting a simple company dinner, and completing each one day by day will make it easier on you. We want it to be simple. Why? We don't want to be so exhausted by the time the guests come, we wish they would leave really early. And a lot more fun, since you won't have a, a whole elephant to contend with the day of the party. Beginning with a brief prayer and closing with a short Bible verse alongside our daily task will both transform and encourage us as we prepare to love and serve our guests in four weeks at our table. For week one on a Monday, pray for courage. And here's the task. Discuss with your family who should we invite, a friend a family, a neighbor, an acquaintance. Psalm 65, 4. Blessed is the man whom you choose and cause to approach you, that he may dwell in your courts. Hospitality is a metaphor for how God welcomes us. So when we invite someone over, we invite them to God. Tuesday, pray for wisdom. Task number two, ask a friend to host with you. Philippians 4, 19. And this same God, who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. We sometimes feel like we don't have enough to offer someone else. God provides all we need and more to offer his hospitality. Wednesday, this is still week one, the third day, pray for joy. Task number three, organize your recipes. Ephesians 3.19, may you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. 
Once we understand how much God loves being with us, it's easier to pass on his hospitality to another. Thursday, pray for creativity. Task number four, try making a new dessert, maybe just for yourself or for a friend or for your family. Philemon 7, your love has given me much joy and comfort, my brother, for your kindness has often refreshed the hearts of God's people. Love is the most important ingredient you can serve. My sister, Lori, said, be willing to have people see you as you are. They will feel more comfortable to be themselves in return. Friday, pray for grace, task number five. Make a list of menus that are simple and have worked in the past. And if you can't think of any, I'm going to be giving you one. Isaiah 55, 2. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. God serves us what is most sustaining. With God's help, our guests can leave our table blessed as well as fed, sustained in heart, soul, and body. Saturday, pray for your guests. Task number six, invite your immediate family to a practice dinner. That can be fun. Philippians 4.13, I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. The more we practice hospitality, the easier it gets, just like any type of practice. When your doorbell rings, pray this verse all the way to the door. Walk slowly and you can pray it more than once. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Week two, remember you skip Sunday. Week two, Monday, pray for courage again. Task number seven, invite your guests for supper in three weeks. So the date is on the calendar. Jesus said, I am the road, also the truth, also the life. No one gets to the Father apart from me, John 14, 6 in the message. Jesus is God's beautiful invitation to come to his table. How wonderful to know that someone might find his invitation to come to him when you welcome them to your table. Tuesday, pray for wisdom. Task number eight, create a simple company menu and gather any needed recipes. See, that's all you have to do that, that day is create the menu and then gather the recipes. You might have fun Googling them. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies, Psalm 23, 6. When we know that company is coming, we get prepared. Maybe even bake a cake, set an extra place, get another chair. And if we don't have time to dust, we can just dim the lights and light a candle. God knew we were coming and he got ready. He prepared a place for us right next to him. Wednesday, week two, pray for joy. Task number nine, make your to-do list and your shopping list. Include paper goods if needed. First Peter 4, 9, offer hospitality without complaining. When you make your list, that will help you not complain. God knows that opening our heart, homes can be hard work. That's why he gave us this verse. Week two, Thursday, pray for creativity. Task number 10. Decide on conversation starters and or a simple activity or icebreaker. We went to a party the other night and the gal forgot to give us the icebreaker. So halfway through the party, she called out everybody's attention. Hey, everybody, you may not ask anybody what they do for a living. Of course, it was too late because we didn't know anybody at the party. You have to ask them uh, or please ask them, what is their passion? I thought that was such a great question. And so from then on, I said, okay, tell me your passion and then tell me what you like, what you do for a living, because I'm interested. 
What to talk about might be intimidating. Ask God for what we need to put our guests at ease with loving attention and some good questions. I can give those to you, actually sell them to you. Look at my shop. There's three different versions. Uh, Week two, Friday, pray for grace. Task number 11, try out a new main dish. Matthew 25, uh, 31. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. When we extend our welcome, we offer his welcoming heart. Sometimes a guest needs only a glass of water or a listening ear. Week 2, Saturday. Pray for your guests. Task number 12. Hey, you're halfway through. Work on one deep clean. Example, drapes if they bother you, family room clutter, or windows. Colossians 3.17 And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. To offer our homes and tables to God is a concrete act of worship, even as we peel potatoes and make up the guest bed again. When done for Him and by Him, we give Him honor. Monday, week three, pray for courage. Task 13, assign family chores. When we all invest, we all are blessed. Matthew eleven twenty eight. get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me, Jesus said, and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. The rest Jesus promises is a relationship with God. Your table may be the very rest that your friend needs. Tuesday, pray for wisdom. Task 14. Buy a welcome mat, go to TJ Maxx or Home Goods, or even the dollar store. Or make a welcome sign for the porch or the front door. Colossians 4, 5. Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. I just love that verse. God expects us to wear a hospitality antenna, so to speak, looking out for whoever may need an invitation to his table by coming to our table. Wednesday, week three, pray for joy. Task 15, buy any pantry items for your company menu. Compare your lists from task number nine with what you already have on hand. Ephesians 3.19, may you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Once we understand how much God loves being with us, it's easier to pass on His hospitality to another person. Thursday, week three, pray for creativity. Task number 16. Make or buy name tags or place cards. Utilize any young artists in your family. Ephesians 3.19 again. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to fully understand. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Once we understand how much God loves being with us, it's easier to pass on His hospitality to another person. Friday, week three, pray for grace. Task number 17, refresh front porch or entryway. By refresh for me, it's to get the cobwebs off the rocking chair, dust the little table that's out there, and maybe sweep the leaves away. Come close to God and God will come close to you, James 4, 8. God welcomes us to his table and we all get the best seat right next to him. Saturday, pray for your guests. Task number 18, clean your refrigerator or your backyard, whichever needs it the most. Romans 5, 6, and 8. 
When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. They say that timing is everything. If that's the case, God timed it just right when he got the table set for our coming. Ask him for the right timing to prepare what is needed for our guests. Week four, Monday, this is the last week. Pray for courage. Task number 19, text your guests. Looking forward to dinner with you this coming Saturday. That's your only task that day. That's pretty simple. Or you could call them. Do not forget to entertain strangers, for by doing so, some people have entertained angels without knowing, Hebrews 13.2. Hospitality can be a challenge, I know. But think of the surprises God offers. Who knows who God wants you to bless, and you will be blessed in return. Week 4, Tuesday. Pray for wisdom. Task number, task number 20. Do a 10-minute house pickup. Set the timer. Reward yourself when finished. Ephesians 3.17, and I pray that Christ will be more and more at home in your hearts, living within you as you trust in him. Hospitality simply means making people comfortable and at home. And we want our guests to not only feel at home in our house, but to be feel at home with God. Wednesday, week four, pray for joy. Task number 21. Shop for fresh food items to go in your newly cleaned fridge. Defrost any frozen meat. Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. People may only discover true peace by finding God at your table. Invite someone today to rest, find rest from their busy days and release from their burdens. Thursday, week four, pray for creativity. Task number 22, clean the guest bathroom. Matthew 5, 14 and 16 in the message. You are here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. We live out God's purpose for our lives when we let His light shine through our homes. The more generous we live, the more brightly He shines. Week 4, Friday. Pray for grace. Task number 23, make dessert. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4. He comes alongside of us when we go through hard times. And before you know it, he brings us alongside someone else who is going through hard times so that we can be there for that person just as God was there for us. True hospitality is simply coming alongside to one who needs your company in joy or sorrow. Saturday, today's the day. Pray for your guests. Task number 24. This is the last task. Set the table, prepare the dinner, and open the door. Philippians 4.19 reads, And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. We sometimes feel like we don't have enough to offer someone else. God provides all we need and more to offer His hospitality. We just need to ask Him. Doing one task a day helps us feel more at ease, so we can concentrate more on the guest. To focus on our guests helps them feel loved and noticed, just like God loved and noticed us. Feel free to email me any questions along the way, even while you're doing it. If you don't get what you should be doing that day, email me. We can chat about it. 
I can't wait to hear what happens around your table or in your yard or patio in the four weeks time. And I will be cheering you on and saying a little prayer. Lord, bless this home to make it your welcoming home. Grant wisdom, strength, and grace. Thank you and amen. I'll put the sample company dinner party menu in the show notes. And if you would like a list of all these things coming to your email one by one, you can sign up in show notes uh, as well. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to hear about your dinner. It doesn't have to be fancy. Remember, actually, I'll just tell you what's on the menu. French dip beef sandwiches. So delicious. Coleslaw. You can buy the kind already made or make it. Homemade cream corn. So good with this. And then brownie sundaes. That's your menu. But maybe you want to do something fancier or more simple. It doesn't matter. They don't come for the food. They come for the company. And most of all, they're just glad that you invited them. Thank you for joining me today. Please let me know what you're going to do with this information. I can't wait to hear. No pressure, but do open your home for heaven's sake. Thanks so much. Until next time, think about your legacy, the one God has called you to live, all for heaven's sake. I would love to speak at your next Christian Women's event. See my keynotes and retreat series, as well as the show notes from today's broadcast at welcomeheart.com. Thanks for coming. You're always welcome here.